Hello. And welcome to Stephen Rowan's Beer Podcast. Number 323, I think. You think? Come on, you've been steering this good ship. Surely you must know. <laughs> Steer, steering this good ship. And we've been lurching from one crisis to the next. But, you know, sure. <laughs> oh, like somebody was steering the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, that ended well, didn't it? It did. Uh, what a great movie. Leonardo DiCaprio wow. dies. That's a good yeah. thing. And Belfast are still dining out on it with their museum of the boat that sank that they built. It's like not something you should be really proud of, is it? Okay. Come um, to the city where I, we build ships that sink. The captain is from was from Stoke. I Friends. know, Captain Smith. We've already talked about this on this podcast before. So that's that's the Irish and Stoke is insulted. Let's drink some beer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I've been away for many many weeks. We haven't noticed. Um, You've grown a beard in the time. I can see him. This is trimmed. You missed yesterday, Roland. Roland, the beard was oh, out here. You know when you I looked homeless. Full, you were, when you went full hobo. Yeah. Like, it was it was bordering on that. Wow. So okay. I I left clean shaven and came back <laughs> with the bushiest beard you've ever seen. I had to drive to the barber's emergency stack dose for a cut. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I've been away for many, many weeks, but I've only come back because this week we have Wild Beer, which is one of my yeah. favourite breweries of all time. It definitely my top five breweries um, ever. I will say, probably one of the most consistently tasty breweries out there. I can't remember ever having something and thinking, oh... I don't want to finish drinking that. Yeah, every time I've had a wild beer, beer I have gone, yeah, I'm... Regardless of whether it's amazing or it's just good, it's always what I want to finish. So I found craft beer, not only in Brazil, but also in Colombia, but also in Bolivia. Ooh. There is an emerging scene um, of beer breweries in uh, South America that I was very impressed with. Can't remember any of the beers that I had because I was drunk. What kind of things were they? Were they mostly IPAs or were they kind of sours and other stuff? There were lots of sours. There was lots of IPAs. There was a very, very big shortage of darker beers and more traditional kind of like bitters and that kind of thing. But a lot of pale ale, a lot of IPAs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it was very, very interesting to see. And I I found out something really interesting on the flight out there. I flew BA for the first time in a long time. And... uh, uh, beer, uh, what are they called? Um, oh, um, Brewdog. Yeah, yeah. Are doing the beer for British Airways. They've done oh. a special beer just for them. Also, speaking of this, I was on a cruise ship expecting to find no decent Ooh, beer. I was on the cruise ship. Mm. Expecting you've changed you, Roland. Expecting terrible beer, and they actually had some good beers on there. They had Dogfish Head ninety minute IPA. They had Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. They had um, Omegang, Abbey Ale. Yeah, it was actually... What did you think of the dogfish head? Did it travel okay? I didn't actually go for it because I decided at that point I didn't think it would travel very well. Yeah. I went for the Abbey Ales because they did travel very nicely. The Omegang you, know, you noticed that he did say they had. Mm. <laughs> they didn't have when he yeah, left. I, I, I didn't <laughs> truly work my way through it. So he's been on a plane. He's been on a boat. I've not been anywhere glamorous. You've been on your bike. I've been on a bicycle, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, it's an electric bicycle. Have you you put some beers into it? Like this little service one to come round? No, I'm not going to waste good beer on a bike. That's what the WD-40 is for. It's the only reason to ride it. I bought a bike in Sweden purely so I can ride to the pub and ride home and not get done for drunk driving. We had this discussion before. Don't drink and ride. It's not not safe. Why? Uh, Because you... Many, many reasons. Uh, I mean, you're more vulnerable than you are in a car. It's better than roller skating. (laughs) 
It's a Steve Layton tip for you. I don't know. I think I feel. I think well, this is a field we should do some more research in. To be more specific, you should do some more research yeah. in. I will do the research and I shall come back to you with my broken bones. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, so, you can present uh, in a full body cast. Look out for the, uh, <laughs> the Instagram photos. We're mm. Uh, and also the you know the crazy drunk man on roller skates mm. uh, if you're in Stockholm. Uh, <laughs> mm, I have an electric scooter in Stockholm. Oh, because you can actually use those on the streets over you there. You can. They although they be... although they're looking to ban them. They seem to be very popular. Oh, there was yeah, the, uh, and and in Brazil, oh my God, in Sao Paulo, you, they were everywhere. It was crazy. I... And in Bogota, electric scooters are the future. They do seem very popular. I was we were confused when we saw them around like, everywhere. Like Finland has got even yeah. more of them than Stockholm had. It was just every every street was lined up with these parked. And a little hint for you both: it's really good for Pokemon in because it doesn't go quite fast enough, so you get all of the miles. <laughs> Hatch those yeah. eggs, baby. I think I feel we've uh, segued here. No! <laughs> uh, I'm here all week. Unfortunately, uh... he is. <laughs> We should probably get back to the beer. We should. So this week we have uh, from Wild Beer, uh, Sleeping Limes, a beer I have drunk many times. Which yes, I don't think I've had this. beer I've before. had this quite, but then whenever I see Wild Beer, I buy it. Like mm. whenever, um, and I already know that I like it very much. Um, it's a nice, refreshing summer type beer for me. Um, what do we think of their branding? I, I think Wild Beer's branding is uh, it's super consistent. It always stands out. Okay. Like, the, when you, 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 even when we were getting in bottles before, yeah. like, you could spot it a mile off because it's just such a simple silhouette. Well, what I will say um, is, I love the branding. I've always really liked the branding. However, as a can, I find it underwhelms compared to how good the bottles looked. The bottles were fantastic I, I agree but I actually think that the can is a really good can as well compared yeah. to other cans I, I agree the bottle is, is nicer but I, I always think bottles are nicer mm. than cans but I really like their branding because of what you say the consistency it's easy to spot um, yeah. also actually like, they've got the little three three words at the bottom and rather than going through and like looking at Weird, different name style names or trying to read the blurb about what it is mm. I look at those three which in this case are limes sea salt and lager question mark I you already told me enough that I need to know whether I want to buy it or not yeah mm. like it, I, I love that how succinct that is actually communicating what you're going to get yeah no keep I, it, I keep it simple say it's going to be a bit of a loving from me because I do I do like everything that they do so I'm curious, what are we thinking? Because I'm getting limes. I'm not yeah. sure about sea salt, but there's... Oh, no, I, I, do, I am getting the saltiness. There's some yeah. saltiness, whether it's sea salt or not. I don't know, mm. But there is a little bit of a... Almost a salt, like a, yeah. That's similar to like a gerza, but not quite. Some of us are salt connoisseurs, you see, and we can tell the difference between the sea salt and the table salt. Uh, I'm just salty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Indeed he is. Um, lager? I'm assuming this means they've used uh, a lot of kids fermentation. It feels fairly clean and crisp, which you would normally associate, I'd associate with that. Um, the, the, the question mark makes me think, is it? But actually the taste makes me feel that yeah. it, it fills the brief of a lager, although they may have done it a little differently or processed it yeah. a little differently. And they, they've used uh, wheat malts in there, mm. which is something you'd usually do with a gerza, but you wouldn't normally do with uh, a lager. So that's an interesting... Like they definitely moved it in many ways towards that goes a kind of thing, but a little bit, maybe a little bit crisper and cleaner, a little less sharply mm-hmm. sour. The sourness, mm-hmm. I think, dialed back a little bit. 4.6%. I'm surprised. I thought it was lighter than that. Mm. Um, I think it's actually, 
surprisingly drinkable. Um, and I would have said like three point five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is a surprise actually. Yeah. Dangerously drinkable. Dangerously <laughs> drinkable, which I find most of their beers are. If not, just a little bit. Like if I'm gonna have one criticism, they're always a little bit on the edge of, kind of, crazy things. You know, like they they're never know. over the top. Yeah, they but, are. But they walk a very fine line. But I think that's important when they do some of their really big, really silly beers. They're you know some of their ones that are really high percentage or really dark beers, ones that got really odd ingredients in, they still manage to take something that in, in your head it shouldn't work and they do actually manage to pull it all together and make it work. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think they... Um, yeah, they do. They, they make whatever they do into a good drink. So do you know where they get their yeast from? Their house yeast? Uh, no, be very I, careful when you ask somebody right. where they get their yeast from. <laughs> so Wild Beer are based down south, Bristol. Yeah, which is of course cider country, and that's how they got their house yeast. Was they they took a load of cider apples, stuck them into bits of um, wort, and let them all go fermenting with whatever wild yeast was on the cider apples, and found one they liked and saved it, and that's their house house yeast that they've they used. Quite Bring a bit of that local, local uh, floor into it. And if you're still awake, um, <laughs> Roland's boring facts. We, I, I, we'll continue for hours after we've turned off the recorder. We need, we need a, like a, a name for that, something like the Yeast Report. Or, uh, <laughs> oh. uh, um, anyway, uh, if anyone, any of you want to hear Roland's Yeast Report on a regular basis, let us know. Uh, Stand outside Steve's office, we're not recording it. Mm. No, no, no. Put it on a piece of paper, throw it into a bin, it will make its way to us. File, file under B. Yeah, yeah. Uh. So go on, Gary, you look poised to give us a, a ring top score. Yeah, so. I wrestled the ring pull off it. You did sharp, make quite a lot of noise so, as well. Yeah, I've told him a bit of the count, so mind your fingers. Yeah. Um, out. It was it was messy. That that's that's super tasty. Uh like I'm loving the the lime in there. Like is for me it's more like it, it sounds a bit like tacky but you know like lager and lime as a combination are actually two things that very, go very well together but like that is just like all the good things about those in a cap um, super refreshing um, I'd love to have more of it uh, well I can because I've got my box <laughs> Um I'm going to give this a ooh, nine and a half whoa. I guess about as big as I've ever gone uh, That's pretty. It's pretty big, guys. Pretty big. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I enjoy it. Um, I'm not quite as as enamoured as you are, uh, but I think it's a really good example of clever brewing from people who consistently deliver good examples of clever brewing. Um, if it's not my favourite from them, that is because they have produced some of my all-time favourite beers and. Uh, yeah, I still think it's really tasty. I would happily have another one if I was in the right mood for it. I'm going to get eight. So, as a young boy, I was not um, as much as a fan of the alcohol uh, as I am now. And I remember being a 17-year-old in the Golden Age pub in Chadsmore in Cannock, ordering a lager and lime, <laughs> because that's what my mates were doing. <laughs> And I quite enjoyed it and liked it. And it is the taste that made me the alcoholic that I am today. Functioning alcoholic, but alcoholic all the same. So uh, this brings back fond memories. This is like a grown-up 
lager and lime, and I really like your, your, your idea yeah. with that one, Gaz. I think it it does remind me of that very much. Um, I think the saltiness gives it a little bit of a, a an added depth and dimension. I love what they do. I think it's a super well brewed beer. I enjoy it very much. I'm not going to give it a nine and a half, but I'm going to go nine. There we go. Right on that bombshell of a, of applause. We're going to drink up and shut up. We should, because we are done. done.